Mrs. Brightside is brought to you by Audible, Amazon's audiobook heaven. Yep, that's right. I'm giving it that title because this is the only place I know where to get audiobooks. And just here's a few out of my collection so you know just how cool this app is. If Chins Could Kill by Bruce Campbell. Confessions of a B-Movie Actor. And he narrates it, guys. And if you like that one, he has a sequel. Hail to the Chin. Further Confessions of a B-Movie Actor. But that's not it, guys. I also have In 50 Years They'll All Be Chicks by Adam Carolla. And, not to get too weird, but The Pet Cemetery narrated by Michael C. Hall. So you get your Stephen King on and Dexter reads it to you. What more do you guys want? Well, you know what? I can give you a 30-day free trial so that you have 30 days to decide if you want to keep this app. Seriously, not like you need more than a minute, which is basically the time it takes to download one of these books, depending on how long it is. But again, some of these books are short, you know, certainly in my collection, because I'm not a big reader. That's why I like Audible. They read these books to me. But back on that 30-day free trial, I can give it to you. Go to audibletrial.com slash Mrs. Brightside. That's how you can get your 30 days free. And enjoy one of these great titles or one you might be interested in on your own. Since I'm not an influencer, guys, make your own choices. But still listen to the rest of this episode. Such a sweet, sweet thing today got a hold of me. Open doors for little old ladies. I help the blind to see. I got no friends because they read my Twitter. And they can't be seen with me. And I'm getting real shot down and I'm feeling me. No more, Mrs. Brightside. No more, Mrs. Glee. No more, Mrs. Brightside. They say I'm sick. I'm a sick. Do you need me to put on? Oh no! As I say, it's it's easier if we just have a conversation, and I feel like it makes people feel more comfortable that way. It's just like, yeah, hey, we're just talking, and then you're like, hey, we're even on the microphone. Yeah, oh, that's great. But yeah, like, and these pick up pretty well back here. So, yeah, you're listening to Mrs. Brightside, where the glass is always half full. I'm your host, Lucretia Lyon, and with me today is a very special guest because. Something she needs to talk about the bright side of it happened very recently. Um, introduce yourself. Tell them who you are and uh, what the fuck happened. Like, yeah. Yeah. So my name is Ruth Ann Thompson. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Lucretia, I want to say almost two years ago yeah. at Geek and Sundry. Yep. We hit it right off, so we've been kind of internet friends ever yeah. since. And um, yeah, unfortunately, uh, last Sunday, the 11th, I was uh, um, had a lovely day celebrating my friend's birthday, and on the way home, I was empty on gas, went to go get gas by my house, and um, got jumped by somebody who was trying to carjack me, basically. Um, and I can I can just kind of keep going and go into more detail, because 
it was a very well lit gas station. It's yeah. a gas station that I've always gone to. It's literally half a block from my house. Um, and not that my I'm in the Hollywood area, so yeah. as we know, not great. But yeah, I used to live there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I know how to be careful. You know, mm-hmm. it was very well lit. I, as I was getting my gas, and I only got $20 worth, I wasn't going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I kept, like, always kind of up my head on a swivel, making sure nothing, you know, nobody was looking suspicious or anything like that, and there's nobody around. And I actually, I even chose the the spot that was closest to the gas station itself with the attendant and everything like that. So, but then as soon as I put the, you know, they did nozzle away and went to open the door to get into my car is when uh, a guy just came up right behind me and he had his hood up and he showed uh, me his gun that he, he never, at that point he didn't, he didn't point it at me. He just had it against his chest and uh, it was a very large gun. That, oh, wow. That's actually why I thought it was fake <laughs> um, because it basically went the width of his body um, and it, it looked, you know... We, we kind of guess it was a variation of a Glock, um, but it, to me, it like, almost looked like a mini machine gun. Cause yeah, that, just the, the, the how width. big that is. Yeah. yeah, just the width of it, too. Like the It just was so rectangular, but it looked like one piece. Like, I didn't see... And it's funny how you make these decisions in, like, a split yeah. second, um, where it just it didn't have any, like, safety thing on it, no piece. Like, it didn't look like it even came apart. And this is where... I went wrong, in my view, because this is where a lot of people have been very kind and telling me that, that I was very brave, and it's good that I fought back and all that kind of stuff, but this is the point that I should have thrown the keys and then gone in the other direction. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not a gun expert, and I definitely am not like a self-defense expert, but instead, I had, <laughs> I actually scoffed at him, I went, no, and I went to keep going, getting <laughs> yeah. in my car. And that's when um, he took the gun and started to uh, basically pistol with me, like, in the head. Um, and kept saying, you know, give me your keys. Cursing as well. Uh, and I was fighting him off, fighting him off. And he kept, he hit me probably three to four times in the head. I, we must have, like, fought enough that, like, it pushed my front door completely, my, my driver's side door completely open. Because now every time I try to open the door, it makes a horrible crinking sound. Oh. But um, then he tried to grab my purse and said, you know, give me your effing purse, B. And I said, get the F off me and hit him as hard as I could. I'd like to say it was like an epic punch that knocked him out, like knocked him for a good one. But I was still, I hadn't hit the fear phase. I was still so angry. So uh, when he started to walk away, I was looking for my glasses because they had come off. And at first I picked up his glasses on the ground because I was still angry. I just threw them at him. And uh, he was still, and it was just so odd that he was walking away so slowly. Like, I, like in my head. Yeah, like a Michael Myers. Yeah, like, yeah, just like, just slowly. And, you know, during the interaction, he didn't come off as manic, like, like he was on drugs or anything. But, so I got in my car, and my first instinct to call 911 wasn't because I, I didn't know I was hurt. I just, my first instinct was like, oh, I was attacked. That was a crime. I need to call 911. Yeah. And I called and I brought the phone up to my ear and it was only 45 seconds the first call that they didn't answer. But I, I, that's when I started to see the blood coming down my face as well as a lot of blood um, on my left shoulder just filling up my jacket. Oh, and uh, that's when I realized I couldn't move my neck and I didn't have hearing in my right ear. And that's when the panic started to set in. 
and I hung up because I was like, there's no way I'm on hold for 911. Like, that's not how that works. Like, yeah. This is emergency. So I hung up and I made sure I called the right number, called back. And then I totally understand why there's a wait. I mean, obviously, yeah. we're dealing with awful fires out here. Yeah. And it was, you know, again, it wasn't that late on Sunday night. I think by that point, it was like maybe 9.50, uh, somewhere around there at night. Um, but... I was so nervous that I was going to lose consciousness before I could even get a hold of anybody. So I looked around and I made sure that he was gone and I got out of my car as quick as I could to go back into the gas station where there was one customer who just barely walked in just around the corner to get something to eat or something. And when the um, attendant saw me, I just said, hi, I'm trying to, I was just attacked. Mm -hmm. Somebody tried to steal my car. I'm trying to get a hold of 911, but I'm hold, on hold. And she kept saying, no, 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 go outside. Go back what? outside. Go outside. And it was, it was, I was just in such a state that I just, I didn't even understand what she was saying at first. And even the, the, um, the other uh, customer in there goes, what? Yeah. And he kind of walked out with me a little bit. And he's like, is he still here? Like, he was trying to like. And I said, no, I, I guess he left. Like, he walked that direction, and he kind of looked around, and I got back in my car, locked the door again, and just waited. And luckily, um, a few seconds later, somebody finally picked up on 911, and they got to me, and luckily I didn't lose consciousness. Um, and they came so quick. I mean, it might have been seven minutes total. Oh, from wow, the time, that's like, good. The call, like, yeah. they... And the, the, you know, the woman on the line is telling me all the things I need to do and that I need to hold a cloth. And she's like, can you go inside and get a cloth? I'm like, no, she won't let me be inside. And so I had to take off my jacket, hold it. Um, and then I ended up calling my friends who I was just with celebrating their birth. Like, it was uh, my two closest friends. It was the, the boyfriend's birthday. And I called girlfriend, Chris, one of my closest friends. And um, because the, the officer was like, you or do you have somebody to pick up your car? And I called her and I felt, I just like had this sinking feeling of like, how do I say this really quickly? Yeah. <laughs> like without freaking way. her out. Like I'm alive, yeah, but like, I'm yeah. alive, but like, and I, and I didn't even say that it was a gun. I said it was a metal object because mm -hmm. to me, I know it could have still could have been a real gun. It just, I don't, maybe I just can't fathom that I was an idiot enough yeah. <laughs> to bring fists to a gunfight. <laughs> um, but she picked up right away, and she goes, hi, Ruthann, just very sweet. And I was like, you know, this happened, and I need someone to get my car. And they were amazing. I guess they got there, like, as soon as they could, and the officers waited with my car keys. Um, they took me to um, the Hollywood Presbyterian Hospital, which, if anybody's had to go to that hospital, I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> it's uh, it's The doctors and nurses, of course, are lovely and very hardworking. It's it's just not the nicest of places because you get the dregs of Hollywood yeah. that are going in there. Um, and all of the nurses must have thought I was a crazy chatty Cathy because at that point I'm terrified of my brain, like something being wrong with my brain with getting hit so many times. Yeah. So I'm asking everybody their names and I'm like using their names when I talk to them. And like every time they went, I'm trying to make sure it like, I mean, I'm sure I was even trying to do math at that point, just anything to, like, test myself of, like, when's my birthday, like, all that kind of stuff. And luckily, you know, when, after a while they had done a CT scan and all that, um, but the blood just wouldn't stop coming. Um, the, the, there's a small cut on my, um, the forehead right, right in my hairline, and that's the one that I first saw, and, but that was small enough that it stopped bleeding pretty quickly. 
uh, but the one that was uh, behind my left ear, or at that point we didn't even know where it was, and each of the nurses were just like, you have so much hair, we cannot find where oh, this yeah. blood is coming from. Um, and for days afterwards, I kept having the phantom feeling of blood coming down my neck because it was just so such a constant river. Um, and the pictures that uh, I actually were used for my GoFundMe were actually after I was cleaned up. So, oh, which is great because when you see them, it's it's very triggering. It's a lot of blood, uh, but that wasn't even that was after they had changed the sheets under me and had actually cleaned me up as much as possible. But. Um, and yeah, my friends, Chris and Marcus, were just absolute rock stars and came down and um, stayed with me, brought me clean clothes. Um, unfortunately, Chris had to see when the the fifth and sixth staples were put in because they put four staples in right away, um, even before I had any sort of pain medication yet because it was just, it was bleeding so much they yeah. had to stop it. So they shaved, you know, my head and or that, that spot in my head and put the four staples in, but that still didn't do it. So, uh, while Chris was there, they had to, you know, she had to hold me down. I was in full shock mode at that Ugh. point. I had had two shots of Dilaudid, which for those who know Dilaudid, yeah. it's 12 times more powerful than morphine. Oh, yeah. So it's pretty crazy stuff, but it still wasn't, it was just, it, you know, it must've been right on a nerve or something. So, um, so yeah. And then she took me home, has been taking care of me. My mom came into town um, and has been staying with me, and I'm and I'm trying to as best as possible, also physically heal. But I'm I'm somebody who I'm just used to being like, nope, I'm fine. Just keep moving. Just go. Like I had even like said I was gonna go back to work two days later. Like I was like, or no, like a, I think it was a week from uh, it was today that I was like, yeah, I can go back to work. It's fine. Like it's fine. And like da 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 da. But um, I'm trying to allow myself that emotional um, space to kind of deal with because as much as like you know I keep saying like I'm mainly like more angry at myself for not you know just giving the keys and running away because first of all my car is a POS like oh, it's yeah. uh, I already had uh, I had somebody rear-end me at the beginning of this year and uh, technically it's it was totaled and it's now a salvage unit like and that's the thing too is I feel like this guy was very novice because yeah a it was very well lit b I mean, I'm no criminal, but I know that gas stations have cameras. Oh, yeah. All it's of like, do. dude, like, this is the easiest place to get caught. Yeah. And the <clears> fact <throat> that my car was a POS, and obviously so. I mean, it's beat up. It's a 2005 Kia. Like, <laughs> it's like, you're not going to get much from this, bro. So, obviously, like, you know, part of me almost wonders if it was, like, some sort of um, initiation for a, for gang, a gang or, or something. something. Yeah. yeah. Um. Unfortunately, they have not caught him, and they don't really have any leads. And, um, you know, they probably won't catch him unless he tries something like this again. It, but um, I'm still back in my same place. I haven't really decided if I feel comfortable staying in the neighborhood or not. And I don't, I go back and forth because I love my little home. And my landlord has made it super safe. I mean, um, even before this happened, he put in... Um, you know, uh, motion sensor lights and cameras all around the building. So it's just, it's one of those things that I don't want this person, this criminal to take that away from me, but I also want to feel safe. So, and obviously it also depends on financially where I'm at after all these bills and, uh, perhaps surgery to, to fix my eardrum. Um, so it's been, it's 
It's been pretty crazy. I mean, today it's been a week since it happened. Um, and I've had a couple breakdowns. I always, whenever yeah. I see my friends, I start crying because it's just the thought, and I'll start crying again, um, the thought that they could have gotten a very different phone call. Yeah. You know? Had it been, you know, just a different spot or, you yeah. know, any longer. I mean, and too, you know, like you say, you talk about how you should have just thrown your keys and ran. But who knows? He could have come after you. I mean, we all think about things yeah. we could have done differently. But it's like, you did what you did. And yeah, albeit, you know, you did fight back. I mean, I know when I was younger, my mom luckily did not get attacked. But she was followed home. And mm -hmm. like, you know... This guy had every intention of bashing her in the head. Of course, when we saw it happen to somebody else in the paper the next morning. But she made the choice to run to the back gate, start screaming and pounding, so he ran off. But again, like, that guy ran off. This guy may have run after you. I mean, yeah. and that's yeah, the thing. And everybody, like, yeah. yeah, and everybody has been so sweet. And it's just like, no, you can't, like, feel yeah. that way. And I totally understand. But, like, if I have friends yeah. who are like, yeah. I want to tell you to throw mm -hmm. the keys yeah, away as like, far yeah. as just go. And, like, you know, anything to get away from the situation. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and hopefully I hit him hard enough that he'll think twice. I, yeah. know, I don't think he was expecting a little white girl to... <laughs> Just be like, fight back. Yeah. Like, no, and just sock yeah. him. But um, it's so I think that the first morning I slept was the first time I really, really broke down because um, I didn't sleep that Sunday night all the way till um, Monday, Monday night, and it wasn't necessarily I didn't feel still panicked or scared or anything like that. It was, and I felt comfortable and very cozy and like. I was at my friend's place, which is a lovely place, and they made this lovely bed for me, and I, I felt very safe. I just didn't sleep. Um, but after the first night, I got, like, a good solid six hours, and I woke up from the pain, and there was that groggy, like, why am I in pain? You know, like, what happened? And it was the first time it really hit me that this is not from a surgery. This is not from an accident. This is from another human being did this to me on purpose. And I just... I broke down and started crying and slightly hyperventilating and all that kind of stuff for probably around an hour. And then um, my friends had woken up and they came and sat with me and I kind of pulled myself together and we had coffee and, you know, everybody went, like, uh, Marcus went to work and Chris stayed with me for the rest of the day. Um, and then it was the only other time that I've really, like, had a complete breakdown was... So Friday was a very rough day because I woke up um, and was severely nauseous and ended up throwing up three times. And so I was like, well, I know I'm not supposed to see the doctor till Tuesday to get my, uh, or Monday to, to get my staples out, but I'm going to go right now. Yeah. Um, so my mom went with me. Um, and it's just, and I had had a fever the day before, so I was very nervous of, infection or yeah, well, all the stuff that could happen on top of that and that's yeah. the thing is like you know and like you say it's more about the emotional stuff because this was an attack on you in your home basically yeah. like your neighborhood yeah where i should feel the safest yeah um yeah and the and the breakdown really happened because a couple days later because the the doctor basically took me off all of narcotics because it is dangerous to have narcotics after a head wound because it opens up capillaries and you could uh, possibly have ha brain hemorrhaging. But um, that has made it so I can't sleep. And when I do sleep, my dreams are much more harsh. 
um, I guess is the best word. They're not quite nightmares, but they're just uncomfortable. And um, there is like some crime stuff that's happening or some, something like that. Um, but I'm usually not the base of it. It's like, but it, it was interesting, like versus when I was on uh, Narco, it was like, all the dreams were lovely and fluffy. Yeah. And I, you know, dreamt of family and healing and light. Um, but the, the last few nights of not being able to sleep and having those type of dreams, I, I just, when I woke up one morning, I just looked at my mom and I just started crying because I was just so tired and I hurt so much. And I just, you know, want to get back to regular life. And now a word from our sponsors. If you have a career in the arts, wouldn't you rather be working on your craft than trying to build your own website? That's why RadPortfolios.com creates affordable, custom websites for artists. It's super easy and totally all-inclusive. When you book a role, have a show coming up, or get new headshots you want to put up on your website, you just send the info over and your website gets updated at no additional charge. Starting at just $99 a month, they take care of your hosting, domains, security certificates, and just about any update you want to make your site. Use code BRIGHTSIDE, that's one word, for half off your website startup. Radportfolios.com, affordable custom websites for artists so you can get back to getting booked. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like you say, you obviously are a strong woman. I mean, that's the reason you fought back, and you don't want to just wallow in this. You want to get back to it, but yeah. at the same time, you have to heal. And a lot of times, what sucks the most, especially for women like us, is like sometimes healing gotta, takes time. Yeah. Like, you can't be... It doesn't matter how strong you are. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the true silver lining of this whole Horde experience is how incredible everybody's been. I mean, around just all of my friends and family and complete strangers, the messages, and people don't know that I read every single comment, every single message, and it really helps me stay strong. And they're just, they're just such wonderful messages. And, um, you know, the company that I did a, a web series with, you know, they also shared it. And so now I'm getting these messages from around oh. the world from Germany, Argentina, uh, New Zealand, France, UK, like all of these places. And it's, and it's just, it really is amazing. And everybody that's donated to my GoFundMe and all the notes that they've sent, um, have just been absolutely incredible and are totally saving me. Cause that's the other terror of an attack like this is that it's just the worst timing. I mean, obviously it's always the worst timing, but I, my insurance had lapsed after my con my last contract uh, was up with a with the company that I was working with, and I didn't realize it lapsed. And then I, when I found out, I was like, "Oh, on Monday, which was the twelfth, I'll yeah. go. I'll call up and fix it all." And I got the attack on the eleventh. So, oh, wow. um, and as uh, I mean, a lot of people don't know how bad the American um, healthcare healthcare is. system, how much they charge you if you don't have insurance, and I mean, when I spoke to somebody, because I, I set it basically at 40K for the goal of my GoFundMe, because that's from other experiences, I thought that'd be enough. But when I talked to somebody from insurance, they're like, that's might only be a drop in the bucket. But luckily, wow. California has some amazing um, things in place. They have a, a, a victims of a crime uh, fund, basically, that um, 
you know, helps as much as they can with some of the bills. So um, as soon as the officer had, you know, put in her report, she had referred um, me to one of the uh, people there. So I, I've, I'm in that process and um, I've now signed up for health insurance. <laughs> so yeah. all these appointments coming um, will, will be covered under, under my new insurance, which is fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't think people realize that healthcare is still a mess in this yeah. country. And, and yeah, because I know my dad had a heart attack a few years ago and didn't have insurance in Texas. And like he pretty well, you know, thanks to things like GoFundMe and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, and that is, I guess, the bright side of this is that, you know, as you said, people are coming together. I mean, with all this stuff going on, you're yeah. just seeing so many people actually willing to help each other yeah, like yeah it's just it's incredible and um one of my friends jennifer who I actually met uh through marcus for his birthday on, on mm -hmm. sunday and that was what was very jarring as well because like all these people we had nine adults yeah. that we went we went down to golf and stuff down um near carson and uh you know we're just kids all day yeah. playing and then we had a lovely dinner up in sherman oaks and then you know, within yeah, 45 minutes. on your day, huh? Yeah, exactly. And um, so one of the women that uh, we were celebrating with, she's actually works at the Film and Television uh, Fund. I believe that's the correct title. Um, yeah. But they help with health insurance and all that kind of stuff for everybody that's in the film and TV um, industry. And they've been absolutely incredible. They've already set me up with um, a trauma counselor and um, have been helping me navigate all the different ways with insurances and that kind of stuff to try to get the bill down because unfortunately as as soon as you get out there's not much time for rest it's a lot that you have yeah to it's do. all the making of phone calls because yeah and luckily there is those services that they can at least talk them down under what you owe and things like that too yeah. like you know it's it's something yeah, yeah. for sure and so um it's there has been so much silver lining. I mean, like I said, just friends, family, strangers, so many communities coming together to help me through this has just been amazing. And, um, you know, me and my friend Chris, especially, we found since our sense of humor is never leave. Uh, I mean, there was like right when, <laughs> right when they had uh, got me into some clean clothes and they were, you know, bandaging me. Um, <laughs> My hair was just such a clump of blood. It was just mm -hmm. awful. And uh, But the only way to get this kind of Rambo bandage around my <laughs> head was to lift up this clump oh. and, like, wrap it and just let it kind of <laughs> droop oh, out. God. And it just looked so ridiculous that, that Chris took a picture because I was wearing a shirt yeah. that Marcus, uh, a sweatshirt that was a Baywatch uh, lifeguard yeah. sweatshirt. <laughs> and so it's just, I looked so ridiculous and it was just... And I remember when I, while I was getting up from after that, I my thumbnail finally kind of broke off because it was it had been you know broken, mm. and I went oh broken oh. nail. No, Chris was just like Ser seriously, that's what we're what we're gonna talk about because I mean I thought I had even broken my um, broken my arm because oh, he hit yeah. me. Um, he I must have used my arm to block some uh, another blow from the gun. Um, because it hit so hard that there's still a dent and a bump on my bone, and I couldn't uh, move my right hand oh, um, until, like, the next day. But, um, yeah, the bruising is healing really well. Luckily, I guess I had lost so much blood. <laughs> this is messed up, but luckily I lost so much blood in my head I couldn't bruise. So, no. you, like, yeah. I 
it feels like a giant bruise basically down the whole right side of my head because I think that's where he hit me the most to, you know, bust my eardrum and uh, get the cut up up on the top of my forehead. And, like, there was a f quite a few lumps there. But um, in a weird way, it's good that I uh, look better than I feel. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know it's really traumatizing to, to see that in somebody that you love or even a stranger. So it's it's been good for people and my mom and... I mean, my mom didn't recognize me when um, when uh, we went to go pick her up at the airport. Wow. And it was very trippy, and it was really hard for her, and we had a good cry about it. But, um, yeah, the silver linings are that humanity is still good, even though that night between the attack and the gas attendant refusing to help. Yeah, that's the, the bizarre thing, is just yelling at you. And, and too, you're saying it's a, another woman. Yeah. And it's just like... I mean, you you kind of would expect better, I guess. I mean, I would have. I know it's like I would have hoped anybody would have yeah, helped me at that exactly. point. Yeah, exactly. You know, you do have yeah. that kind of, especially a woman. Like, yeah, they. You know, I get that you can't fight off this guy, but you're coming in just like wanting to make a phone call. Like, yeah, not, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, you know, who yeah. knows what was going through her head? Like maybe she was afraid of all the blood in the store. I yeah. don't know. Like, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm bleeding out on your yeah, floor like, so here. Sorry. Like, <laughs> but, um, but yeah. And like, the, I guess the emergency waiting room was a nightmare for poor Chris and Marcus. There was like somebody who started a fight and had to get oh, escorted out. God. And then when Chris was walking me to her car, there was another gentleman <clears throat> that had to be escorted out because he was starting a fight. And I was just like, what is going, like, what is humanity right now? Just, but, um, it's definitely reminded me that there's a lot of good in this world and there's a lot of good people and really wanting to help. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been tough. And, you know, obviously the, I thought I was going to heal a lot faster. Um, there, are, there are, of course, the, uh, every once in a while I get the, because again, I don't think a lot of people know that I see every comment oh, if I'm yeah. tagged on Facebook or if I'm tagged on, um, you know, uh, Twitter or anything, like, I, I see everything. Uh, so you do get the unfortunate people of, like, like, I don't think this is real, or, like, uh, or oh. trying to make it about gun yeah, issues. I, like, yeah, this is why everybody should carry. I'm like, that, uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> Incorrect. A, no, this isn't about guns yeah, here. No, this is not, not at all. This is about, this is about um, <laughs> yeah, and it, it's, I mean, I did have a few fr friends and family who called me because at first when they saw the photos, because I do a lot of set work and I do a yeah. lot of, like, background work even, and they thought it was, you know, just for a show that yeah. I was all bloody. <laughs> like, one of my friends, he's like, because I, my first post about it, I wrote the whole story and I just wanted it out there because I, I don't know if I just didn't want to keep explaining it to people. Yeah. But it's just like, just look at the post. Um but he was like, wow, that's a, that's a lot of writing for just hashtag set life. <laughs> it's, that's the beauty of this, though, is at least you can laugh about it. Yeah. Like, as yeah. I say, humor is our best defense. Like, for sure. And I mean, I was wearing my Wolverine dog tags because oh, yeah. you know, I'm nerdy. Yeah. And just like, people were like, well, what? And uh, yeah, I mean, and one of the sweetest things, I mean, Chris, obviously, absolute rock star, but she... I was wearing my favorite nerd jacket in the whole oh. world, and it's like I've had it for probably about eight years. It's bright pink jean jacket. Oh. I had I sewed Batman on the back for uh, all you Dragon Ball Z fans, um, <laughs> and I had all my nerd pins like pinned on it. Oh wow! 
And, you know, it's obviously it's a material thing. Yeah. But it was my favorite jack in the whole world. So Chris actually took it. She saved it. And she spent all of Monday taking every single drop of blood off of it. Oh, wow. She soaked every pin and scrubbed them clean um, and used, like, wine away, of all things, to get rid of the blood. And she, she just texted me today, and she said she's going to be able to pick it up because she sent it to the dry cleaners for one last, like, yeah. clean. But she said it was going to be ready for me tomorrow. And it's just, it's such a small thing, but, you know, whatever yeah. you can kind of hold on to from that kind of a horrible experience like that that's, like, important you know, even though maybe the jacket, you know, again, the jacket's not worth anything, actually, but it's just, it's so sentimental. Yeah, it's worth something to you. I yeah. mean, it's priceless. I mean, and again, as horrible a situation as it is, it's like, how much worse would it be if, like, then in all that, you lose your favorite jacket? Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's, as I say, it seems trivial, but people don't get, like, let's say with a situation like this, it's more of the emotional stuff. And like you say, the fact that people are way, you know, more interested in helping and things like that, you're like, thank God. Because, I mean, a lot of this stuff doesn't cover therapy, but, you know, that's why I'm like, this is free therapy. Yeah, yeah thank you, <laughs> yeah. Chris. Yeah, as soon as you messaged me about this, I was like, as soon as I'm physically yeah. able to, you know, it's, yeah. it's still been a rough um like the pain has still been real, real bad the last few days, but I was like, I can just take a lift. I can come up. And like, I think, you know, and obviously for anybody that this has happened to as well, I can't imagine how often it happens in a big city like this or yeah. around the world. It's, it's awful, but it, you know, you survived and that's, everybody has been, I mean, my, um, my GP doctor that I, that I saw on Friday, that was the first thing he said is he's like, I'm just so glad you're here. Yeah. Because, you know. again, that's that's the bright side of it, is yeah. many people don't make it there. Yeah. Yeah, and I just, God, if my mom or my dad or any of my family or friends, like, that call to get yeah. that, that call that could, you know, the call that could have been a lot different of a call, um, just, uh, so that that's what really hits me, and, um, and that's why I kind of wish I was more scared, but, you know, again... Everything worked out, and who knows, maybe I stopped something from worse from happening. Exactly. You fighting back may give that, you know, guy, a, you know, a, hey, maybe I shouldn't do this. Yeah. And you may have just prevented, like, you know, tens of thousands of incidents, like, subsequently. Because, as I say, sometimes people attack people and they die. Or sometimes people attack people and then they go and attack other people. Like, it's yeah. a vicious cycle. I mean... Yeah, negativity really is, yeah. and it's hard because a lot of people online have been asking which specific gas station, but unfortunately, yeah. there's there's a catch to that, because obviously I want people to be safe and stay yeah. away from that area, but, I mean, it's very sweet because people are very defensive of me. Yeah. A lot of people want to go after the attendant, and I'm, you know, so that's one reason yeah. I'm not telling people exactly where it is. It is like Eastish Hollywood, I'll put it yeah. like that, so, you know, obviously... Even if it's a well-lit gas station, even if it's a gas station you visited often, even if you're right next to the attendant building, just just wait till the morning. Just wait till the next day. Like it's that's definitely one thing I've I've taken away from this is that no matter how you know vigilant you are, sometimes you can't. Yeah, there have been times where I was getting gas late at night that that could have easily happened to me or just like just being out like and, and you just don't realize it until something like this happens. And then as much as you put your head on a swivel, as much as you're aware of your environment, it's just like, you, turn you know, back yeah, that second. Set, yeah, 
and this is more of a wake-up call to all of us to be hyper vigilant i mean yeah you know. yeah you just never you never know i mean it could be sunday night could be a monday night you miss yeah. you know it's um it's really tough and yeah and for me now it's just obviously the physical healing but i do want to pay respect to the emotional healing and um luckily i have not spent a night alone since yeah. since the incident my mom is here she's going to be leaving but then my dad's tagging in um and after that, I'm going to see if I can foster a dog through the holidays, <laughs> just because, I mean, A, there's so many pupper dogs that need to yeah. at home. Um, but I could use some company during the holidays, and I can't travel with these injuries. Um, and, you know, like we were talking about earlier, it's not so bad not having yeah. hearing in one Yeah, ear. as I say, I'm deaf on the right side. I mean, I can recommend a great doctor if you're looking at having your eardrum repaired. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's not so bad. As I say, I don't hear anything if I lay on my left ear. But yeah, ab- absolutely everybody. And thank you again yeah. so much for, for reaching out and having me on the, on here. Cause it's, it really means a lot to me. Yeah. Thank you so much for, you know, coming. Cause as I say, as soon as I thought of it, I'm like, Oh my God. I mean, and, and as we, you know, with borderline and with the fires and everything going on and it's just like, there's so much going on, but the, the bright side of it is, is that we can help each other. Yeah. Is yeah. That there is, there is still yeah. good. Yes. People are still at heart good yeah. and want to help. And yeah. And of course, if anybody's listening, thank, thank you for all the support. Um, because I, I honestly, I would not be as kind of together <laughs> as I yeah. am right now if I didn't have all that love and support and messages. I have some people that message me every day just, just to double check. And it's, and it's still, it's really good. Like, I absolutely love it. And I'm happy to respond. And it's, thank you all so yeah. much. Well, and it's so good that you wanted to come here and do this and that you want to get out there and go back to work and do all this. Because, you know, as I say, I've seen people just wither away. I mean, you know, and, and let this rule their life. I mean, and it's pretty clear that even just a week ago, you don't seem to want to do that. Like, yeah, I mean, that is an instinct. Yeah. And it's definitely, of course, something I felt because, like, my God. Like, it, it happened, it's certainly right? easier to yeah, just do nothing. Just hide yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and I just... I can't, I just can't let that person and that incident take that away from me. Cause like, yeah, I love my life. I love my family. I love my friends. And like, I'm somebody who always constantly wants to move forward. And, and, I've, and I have dealt with crippling depression since I was very young. Yeah. And same. so, yeah. And so I think maybe in, in a, in a large part, you know, that battle that I've had has kept, had me strong enough to be at this point, be like, no, like, and that's another reason that it's it's hard to say if I want to move out of my place because yeah. it took me a long time. I wasn't until thirty when I finally lived alone and had my own little. I call it my little nerd den. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just so deliciously nerdy and warm and comfortable and. Yeah, you're in mine. You yeah, see, exactly. I mean, you yeah. make your little Same nerd thing. den. I know. I hate them. I'm having to move and again, so like, yeah. <laughs> it's hard, but you know, and it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> it is, it is, it's a pain in the ass, and to have it to be because yeah, of a traumatic experience, yeah. and it just wants, I kind of just want to put my feet down and be like, no, <laughs> like <laughs> this is mine. You can't take this from me. But you know, and I do have the friends who are just like, no, get get the f out of there. Like that's a dangerous place. But um, you know, we'll, we'll see after the holidays what I can afford. You know, what I can what I can do if it means 
getting a roommate again, um, anything like that. But I, I want it to be on my terms. Exactly. And two, it's just like, you know, there's nothing wrong with thinking about it or even deciding to do it. But like you say, you don't want it to be about this. Because two, that, that really could happen here. I mean, yeah, that could happen anywhere. Exactly. I mean, and, and exactly. that's the sad part, you know, about LA. I mean, I, I mean, there's crime. I live in Studio City, which is supposedly one of the safest areas, yet I see stuff all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, not no. like anywhere is... Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's and that's the thing that is unfortunate because I mean I've lived in New York City, I've lived yeah. here, and I usually always end up in the dregs because it's cheaper. And you know, I for whatever reason I have an Napoleon complex or yeah. something. It's, it's like I like I said, it's not like I'm a bodybuilder. It's yeah. not like I've had fight training. Mm-hmm. I just think that I'm like stronger than I. I don't know, but um, uh, just don't taste shit. Yeah, yeah. that's just, how my mom taught me to be, and yeah. she's like, it may get you killed one day. Yes, <laughs> but, yeah, but you know. Um, yeah, it is. And it's hard because you're right. It can happen anywhere. And the fact of the matter is it's very expensive yeah. to move period, but to, to live somewhere that's slightly, even slightly safer. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll just kind of, we'll see how it goes, but I'm just amazed at the people that have come around me and, um, supported me and, you know, my family has been incredible and, just try to try to heal and hopefully you know at this point I still I can't chew or open my mouth more oh. than talk um I can't hear out of my right ear obviously there's a there's a luckily it's a it's a small hole in the eardrum so oh okay that's pretty I'll at least get yeah. partial yeah. back but um and uh you know obviously the the nausea and the dizzy so it's all my fun has been taken away I can't have nar- any narcotics like including CBD and I love people that have been suggesting yeah. it and I've I've been a big proponent cuz that's actually the only way I sleep at night is yeah. using like uh you know a pen and also an edible to sleep but uh I can no longer because it opens up the capillaries and could cause brain hemorrhage I can't have caffeine Oh my god <laughs> I know it's ugh. And then, you know, with the nausea from the head trauma, I can only have basically steamed rice, bananas, applesauce, some very, very, very well-cooked um, veggies. But, you know, my mom's here, so she's cooking oh, it. Oh, that's so good. it's the most delicious <laughs> yeah. steamed rice and veggies I've ever had. But, um, but yeah, and it's just day by day. But every day, the messages and, and the comments have really, have really been keeping me going. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, you can't even smoke weed for the nausea. It's like I don't know how how I would deal. I I'm not as strong as you. I guess yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I couldn't smoke weed. Yeah, oh. Oh, no. Yeah, it's uh when I when I found I couldn't even like because that's how I sleep yeah. at night because I've always had problems with insomnia and I was like, well, I guess no more sleeping for me. Um, yeah, because, I mean, I've tried, whenever I've tried to quit, is, like, do, like, herbal tea and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, it, it does help, like, and eventually if you're just yeah. like, okay, this chamomile tea, it's gonna be, like, you know, a big old joint. Okay, I'm gonna go to sleep. You have to really train your brain. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's sleep time. Please, yeah, please go yeah, sleep. Please, and that, please and, work yeah. chamomile tea. And I mean, that's the problem, is yeah. that the pain is still just yeah. so high, and having yeah. injuries on all sides of my head, there's no position that's comfortable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I still have the six staples. Luckily, tomorrow they're taking them out. And um, I'm very, I'm 50 50 on it because obviously staples no longer in my head. Yay. Yeah. But when they take it out, then it's a wound again. Yeah. Um, so wow. I have to go back to because the one nice thing about staples is you just, you can wash your hair, you yeah. can wash it, you can do whatever. Just don't, you know, like don't keep it wet or soak yeah. it. But um, 
but with the prop like proper wound care when they're taken out you know can't get wet for like nearly a week um i'm probably gonna have to have some bandaging to keep changing and some probably you know i've yeah. been as as you can see i have this sweet bandana look going on but it's probably gonna be a bandana with bandages you know shoved on, under but um but yeah um we've kept our sense of humor because uh you know me and chris joke because i've been thinking about doing that cool like side head shave thing. Oh, yeah. And she's like, you, you can do that now. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> now's the time. Yeah, now's yeah. the time. Because, you know, we're going to have to keep bandaging it. But, um, but yeah, so tomorrow we get the staples out, and hopefully that'll make it a lot easier for me to sleep so that any time I turn onto that side, it's not these little bits of metal sticking to my head on top of all the pain. Yeah. So, yeah. I know. I've had, you know, it wasn't a personal attack, but I had some major ear surgeries throughout my life as I am deaf on the right side. So I can at least tell you that that is not the be-all end-all if you don't get your hearing back. And say it can be pretty awesome. And yeah, it just does suck, but eventually it heals. Because yeah, you just roll around and you can't get comfortable. But yeah. yeah, and it's gross. That's the worst part is when you change those bandages. It's just gross. But. Well, and it's funny too. The first time I actually saw the wound, you know, I would have have somebody take a picture because yeah. I just wanted to make sure it was okay yeah. and like clean and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that was. The biggest win for me was I got when I got all the blood out of my hair because yeah. it took two days. Oh yeah, washing it and washing it and washing it and soaking it and washing it. Um, and unfortunately, I'd finally gotten my hair back to the the lovely like bright silver that I wanted it, and now it's um. Then they ruined it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what yeah. blood does. It stains. So oh. um, I uh, I finally saw it for the first time on Wednesday when I went home to my place and I had like the mirror and I was like, what? It's so small, <laughs> you know, because it oh, feels God. like yeah, it you feels know huge, my entire yeah. head, and like when you hear six staples, you know, but it's it's a you know maybe two inches. I mean, it's yeah, it's small, but of course, any head wound of any size is not uh, good. And there's mm-hmm. been plenty of the jokes uh, with me, and my mom, of like you know need that like another hole in my head. I mean, like another mm-hmm. hole. In my yeah, head. <laughs> <laughs> like I've already got You're the right. one. <laughs> Yeah, you know, or you could just go with red hair like me, and then yeah. then then it just blends in with the yeah, blood. There's, exactly. a, there's another just, helpful hint. Yeah, yeah, there we go. The uh, L'Oreal LL zero zero seven. It's a blood color. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I'm just so glad that you know you're okay. A and and B that you wanted to do this, and and you have a good sense of humor about it, because it is one of those things that there isn't anything you can do at this point other than heal and move on. And then, you know, the fact that, you know, you're not even thinking about wallowing in it, and, you know, just, I mean, and you wanted to do things just to, you know, hopefully it doesn't happen to other people. I mean, all you can do is talk about what, you know, because, again, sometimes there's nothing you could have done to prevent it, but, you know. Yeah, and I don't feel... Um, vengeance like that yeah. was something I was really interested to see how my psyche would kind of take this because there's I don't feel any vengeance even towards the guy that did this I just want to make sure he's off the streets and doesn't do this to somebody else you don't want to dress up like a bat and um yeah <laughs> yeah right exactly I, uh, I mean <laughs> speaking of having sense of humor yeah. about it <laughs> one of my friends because the place that we went to go celebrate my friend's birthday was uh, golf and stuff yeah. where the first original Karate Kid was filmed. Oh, yeah. So one of my friends, <laughs> I guess, was just like, wow, really kept the Karate Kid theme going, even like getting jumped <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the parking lot and getting beaten up. And I was like, ah, oh. Oh. 
Yeah, so yeah, well, well played. Well played. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, everybody's been and like yeah, I've had the some people who call me up and they're like, I'm so sorry, and this that the other. But seriously, that picture, you look so badass. Like, <laughs> it's just yeah. like you look like you're gonna murder somebody or just did. And I was yeah. like, I, that's definitely not what was on my mind. Yeah, it should be like should, you should see the other guy. Yeah, yeah, and it's and I, I don't know if you saw my shirt. It's one of it's oh, one yeah. of my favorites, but it felt very appropriate. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah that which does not kill me should run. Yes, and the, it's a Vegeta on the yeah, front here. That's what um, I thought. I was like, it's been a while since yeah. I had any Dragon Ball Z. I was like, is that Vegeta? His yes. hair is straight up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, luckily, through difficult times in my life, um, I've learned senses of humor is the only way, sometimes the only way to survive. Yeah. Um, but even, you know, if if you see some of the social media posts that I've done, like, unfortunately, the, the one I did Friday, I, I broke down near the end. And I had to end the video because I started crying because I just, I was in so much pain and I'd been so sick. And then to find out that I might never get my hearing back was just a kind of a shock because I just kept thinking like, oh, any morning I'm just going to wake up and my hearing's going to be back. (laughs) You know, and it's, it's a lot to take. And I, and I'm sure you went through a lot of the same stuff. Um, but you're right. It's okay. It's okay. If it doesn't, I'm alive. That's what matters. You know, the bruises are healing, uh, for all y'all that have terrible bruising. Arnica gel is the best, like, Oh, the you can see it's yeah. they've healed very well because wow. I just every day rub them in and um but yeah, I mean I hope he's walking around with a black eye, you know, one can one can only hope that And that hopefully punch... everybody knows it was a girl who did it, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully this steers him away from a life of crime. Yes. And that's and that's the sad thing about America as well is that we breed crime, you know, with yeah. uh not good education system and the you know keeping a lot of um families intact that shouldn't be yeah as my mom says if we built better orphanages we'd have less prisons yeah it's it's a lot there's a lot that america needs to fix and work on to be able to have a society that doesn't have this much crime and this and this much people going in and out of prisons and all that so you know hopefully if guy who tried to mug me if somehow you hear this go, go to school like yeah. please like don't that's there's a lot of better ways to to you know stay alive and survive this very hard world but luckily there are amazing people in it yeah and that is the bright side of this whole thing is that you know and with everything going on whether it's borderline shooting or the fires or you know in other places the bright side is we're at least seeing people come together. I mean, James Woods, of all people, was helping the fire victims. I yeah. mean, it's like, wow, you know. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's amazing when you see yeah. tragedy, who steps up, you know. Yeah. And I'm definitely seeing that on a very personal level, not only just because, you know, everybody that's been stepping up with the fires and... Um, it's going to be a while again before I can donate blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to last week, but, uh, well, you know, support everybody as best you can, for sure. Well, that's great. Is there anything else you wanted to say, or? Um, no. I mean, I'm just so grateful to everybody that's been in my life and has helped me through this. Whether it is a donation of five dollars or you know more, I've been I've been having amazing donations from complete strangers, and um, 
I just got access to the GoFundMe, so I can I can actually start responding oh, to yeah. to these amazing amazing people. And because um, for the first day when I was still with Chris, she was reading some of the messages, and like every single one was bringing me like to tears because it's just so heartfelt and just so heartwarming. But but yeah, that's I would say that's the last I can say is just thank you and everybody. Please be safe out there. Yeah, and where can they go if they want to donate to you or go fund me to help oh, with the medical costs? Um, yeah, it's the uh, Ruthann Trauma Fund at GoFundMe. I, I don't have the link on me right now. Mm. Um, my my wonderful friend Chris set it up, but um, but yeah, that that would be a huge help. Even if you just share it, it's a it's a huge help because, like I said, it I, even though it sounds like a huge number, it might only be a drop in the bucket. Yeah, um, unfortunately, the way our health care system is but anything is a huge help well cool and where can they find you on social media if they want to keep up the conversation with you <laughs> yeah, yeah so um basically instagram and twitter is both uh rue underscore thompson that's r-u underscore t-h-o-m-p-s-o-n and then on facebook i have my public profile is um you know facebook.com slash uh nerd girl rue again just r-u dot uh, com but yeah, so I'm I'm trying to do daily updates of everything that's going on and um, and keep people updated and and let them know that I'm still going and I'm still fighting and it's a that's a great way to send me messages or you know leave comments. It's I love every single one. Well, yeah, and that's great and hopefully you know this this will help and get more people you know shine a light on the situation here. Yeah, and see you know because as I say. This is the time where we're seeing people actually step up and help. So yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. See you next Tuesday. So, there's this new podcast you guys should totally be listening to. It's called Dead Inside. It's got myself, Lucretia Lyon, and... Jacqueline Pissarro. And we talk about a lot of effed up stuff. That uh, you'll absolutely enjoy and laugh at, like murder. And uh, serial killers. And um, we speak with other comics, and we talk to other different types of personalities. Yeah, and personality disorders. That um, we point out in other people and in ourselves. Because we're full of it. <laughs> yeah, so guys, Dead Inside has new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify.